Hello and welcome to another episode of Wisdom's Echo. This is Origin Gate's daily podcast. My name is Matthew McDowell and it is my great pleasure and honour to share with you another insight of the day. And as always, I want to start out just by thanking each of you for taking the time to participate with us here at Wisdom's Echo. It's really amazing what Yahweh has decided to do with with this podcast and how, how far the reach has gone and how many people are listening and how many nations it's an amazing privilege for us to participate um, with this with you guys and we're, we're grateful we're always grateful for your engagement so today I'd like to talk about a topic that Yahweh has been highlighting to me recently and I'm pretty excited about it I, I think it's it's really is a massive I'm realizing that it really is a massive key within for life really for I would say for leading a successful life or for having measures of success with the things that you choose to engage with 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 your endeavors and be that um, relationally financially whatever capacity um, this really is a massive key in terms of achieving levels of success and that is a principle of momentum. And Yahweh's spoken to me about this recently through um, a couple of things that happened, and, and that's what I'm going to relate to you today. So it's going to be a story of, of really, it's a story of two purchases. So these are two purchases that I made recently. Uh, one is the purchase of a car, and the other is of a bike. Um, and it will become clear <laughs> if that seems. A little bit strange to you right now it'll become clear as we go on why they're how they're applicable in this scenario so yeah so my wife and I recently decided that um, we really needed to invest in another car and get a second car so for, for we've been married about five years and for the majority of that time we've been sharing a single vehicle and for some of you if you're listening, if you live in a big city, that might seem like a perfectly normal scenario for others. Particularly, I'm thinking if you're in the States, where even your banks are drive throughs then that might be shocking news. But, <laughs> but yeah, we've been married about five years, and the majority of that time we've shared the one car. Um, and it's worked well for us. However, I've had some recent changes at work. I mean, I might be on the road a little bit more, and so uh, we've decided to buy another car. I decided we needed to buy another car, particularly for me for work. And maybe this is surprising as well. Surprisingly, it's a, it's kind of surprising to me, but I'm 33 years old, and would you believe this is... I was going to say this is the first car I've bought, but actually that's that's incorrect. This is It's the second car I've ever bought in my life. I've kind of had cars in between, but they were given to us or, you know, bought off friends. It's not really for, from, from, from family, so kind of different scenario but yeah this is really the second time I bought a car it's the first proper time the first time was I was an 18 year old kid I was in New Zealand traveling around and I bought a I think it was a 1991 Nissan Bluebird for about 700 U- or New Zealand dollars so I think that equates to about 250 pounds at the time exchange rates might have changed since then but it was not let's just say it was not an expensive purchase and look I loved it it did well for me for it lasted about ten months and then was unceremoniously interred into a um a scrapyard in Wellington. But <laughs> so that was that was my first car purchase. And this, you know, 
I remember what, 15 years later. This was the first time I'd really set aside a, a reasonable amount of money and uh, decided to buy myself you know, a decent car. And that's, you know, my circumstances have changed significantly since then. So I had my wife to consider and our son and uh, also needed something that looked, you know, respectable for work. And uh, so it was a different scenario. You get the picture. And we looked at a number because we'd set aside some money. We had a budget in mind. We looked at a number of cars. We looked at some, you know, high end of the budget. We looked at some that absolutely obliterated the budget. <laughs> and then, <laughs> thank God, we didn't end up buying one of them. So ultimately decided on a kind of practical, pragmatic choice. Something that was quite a bit below our, our top end of what our budget was. Um, it's a great car. You know, I'm so grateful for it. It's, we've had it a few weeks now and I love it, but... Uh, yeah, we kind of made the pragmatic choice, so we had a little bit mo of money left over. And so I decided, I made the pragmatic choice on the car that I was going to buy myself a mountain bike. Now, I've wanted to buy a mountain bike for, I think, probably, it's, I'd say it's been on my heart for about 15 years. You know, I've, I've, I'm, not, I'm not massive, you know, I'm not particularly proficient mountain biker, but I've, I've been a number of times, you know, with my brothers, we've hired bikes, that kind of thing, or friends borrowed or hired bikes, and I really enjoyed it, and I've always wanted to buy myself a good bike, you know what I mean? I wanted to buy myself something with a bit of quality, and, uh, and this, I thought, now this is the chance, you know, I'd put this money aside, I'd went under budget on the car, right, I've got, I'm going to, I'd still be under budget, even having after bought myself a really nice bike, and uh, I did, I then went and bought one, I, I'm going to kind of, tell the story of the purchases a bit later on, but that's kind of the, the point of why this story is relevant. We'll get back to that. Um, so I took the, so I bought this bike, I went out a couple of times and I was, there's some great local trails, you know, very close to our house. I'd been out a couple of times, maybe the second or third time I went out, I was out, it was a beautiful evening, I had a busy enough day at work. I was going down these trails and I was going quite slowly and I realised, I was like, you know what, the last time I was out I was definitely going faster, I was kind of bumping along and uh, not going particularly fast and wasn't enjoying it as much as I enjoyed it before. Um, but I got down the hill or whatever, I cycled back, turned around, cycled back up to the top of the hill to the starting point and I just stopped and I, I took, decided to take a moment to myself just to kind of relax and clear my head and it was a beautiful evening, the sun was setting, uh, it's gorgeous views from the top of this hill out over Belfast Lock, you can see the Belfast Hills, you can see the surrounding countryside, it's gorgeous. And I just took a moment to kind of breathe that in and as I do in those scenarios, and I'm sure you do as well, I just turned my heart to Yahweh and started to thank him for all this amazing situation that I was in, you know, that I would... You know, thank him for my job, for my wife, for my son, for this beautiful evening, for the new bike, the new car. You know, so many things to be grateful for, so much to be thankful for. I spent a bit of time engaging Yahweh, thanking him, thanking Yeshua, the Holy Spirit. And feeling suitably refreshed and, and, and <laughs> a little bit more uh, in, a, in a slightly higher state of consciousness than I had been. <laughs> I then took off on, on this next run. As I was going on this run, as I was going down down this this hill, I was winding down on this single track. You know, there's loads of tree roots, there's stones, there's dips and bumps. 
I realized that I was going a whole lot faster than I had been going before. I was going, I was, yeah, I was, and I was really flowing. It was nice. And I kind of thought, what, well, what's changed here? And in that moment, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and he said, you know, look at, look at where you're focusing. Look at where you're focusing. And I realized that I was focusing that it, previously when I'd be going extremely slowly, I'd been really fixated on the, the things that had been beneath my wheels. So I'd been looking down and looking at the bumps and looking at the tree roots, looking at the rocks and hitting them and bumping, whatever. And I'm kind of going pretty slowly, to be honest, and not enjoying it that much. But what had changed was my focus had changed. And my focus now was out ahead. And I was looking, basically looking ahead, looking at where, not where I was, I was looking at where I was going. And the Holy Spirit said to me in that moment, like, the further ahead you look, the faster you will go. And this absolutely floored me. I don't mean it knocked me off my bike. I'm sure that would have been hilarious. <laughs> but in, in this, this just resonated with me so deeply because I realized that this was an amazing principle at work here. And it was so applicable to so many areas in my life, you know, that there's so many areas of my life that I'm excited about. There's so many things that I'm trying to turn my hand to that at the moment. And there's I've been frustrated actually with slow progress in a lot of places. And what I realized in this moment was that was this principle of momentum. This amazing principle of momentum, which is that that basically on a bike, the faster you go, the smoother your journey. So the faster you go, the smoother the ride. The slower you go. If you're going slowly on a mountain bike, on a mountain bike trail, and there's roots and bumps, then every bump you hit, every rock, every root, feels like a brick wall. You know what I mean? You're banging into it. It's slowing you down. It's killing your speed, and it take, and you lose all momentum. And I had a number of scenarios just exactly like that recently, where I kind of hit these roadblocks, and I'd lost all my momentum. And I realized in that moment, like when the Holy Spirit said that, that the further ahead you look, the faster you will go. How does that kind of relate or how does that apply? Well, essentially, I think this is to do with decisiveness. And this is where I go back to my two purchases that I've made. So the first purchase being the car. I am not particularly a car person. And I had not spent much, I have not spent much time really in my life considering cars just was never really on my radar it's funny now that i have spent a couple of months you know chewing over different model makes and models and engines and gearboxes and interiors and whatever you know all this kind of stuff now now i probably i'm much more aware of it and i'm interested and i, I kind of look in the car now when you're driving down the road you take notice right but up until this point of actually buying this car i uh, i'd never really thought about it and i i Told myself I'm going to enjoy the process, but to some extent it was I found it quite difficult. I had to invest a lot of time into this purchase, and this almost became, like I say, a stumbling block. This circumstance where I needed to buy this car, and I just essentially I didn't know, and this is really the key. I didn't know what a good, a good deal when I saw it because I hadn't, um, I hadn't. It's not something I'd thought about, and and. The stark contrast to that was the bike. So the bike, it essentially had been on my mind, I think I said before, it had been on my heart really to buy a bike for probably about 15 years. And I'd been thinking about this realistically for, you know, on and off for 15 years. It had been popping in and out of my mind, you know, that I'd really love 
good mic, a good bike. And I knew exactly, I knew kind of what I wanted. I knew, the, I knew, knew roughly what I wanted as far as spec and style of bike and all this kind of stuff. And so the purchase of the bike, so the purchase of the car took about two and a half months and it was laborious. It was a lot of time on, on the websites, looking, you know, looking at different options, reading reviews, all this kind of stuff. The purchase of the bike by contrast was literally the day after, the day after I decided to buy the bike, I looked on a secondhand site and I found the perfect bike. It was brand new with stickers on, but secondhand, so like two thirds of the asking price. It was in a, it was just an incredible deal. I went and picked it up the next day. It was the smoothest kind of purchase you could ever imagine. And there's kind of there's a couple of principles at play there. I think one is that our desire and our intent shapes our shapes our reality. But the other is that the the more you, the further you look ahead, and this is really the takeaway, is that the further you look ahead, the more decisive you become, the more decisive you can be in the moment. And the more and the more decisive you are in a moment, the more momentum you carry through that moment. And you carry on your life and you travel on to greater and bigger and better things. And the the opposite of that being that if you haven't taken the time to really think about well, what do you want? If you haven't taken the time to think about what you want in a particular area, that whenever you come to the point of making a decision, it will grind you to a halt and you will lose all your momentum because you just won't know what a good deal is. And look, guys, we have God is a good God. Yahweh is an amazing Father, and He brings us incredible opportunities every day. And the tragic thing, the most tragic thing, and ask me how I know this, the most tragic thing I think is that. that if we haven't taken the time to consider what do we want? What do we want out of our life? What do we want out of our relationship with Yahweh? You know, what do we want our relationship with Yahweh to be like? What do we want our relationship with our spouse to be like? With our children, with our friends? What do we want, you know, what, what do we want our work to be like? What businesses do we want to own? What investments do we want to make? What impact do we want to have on the earth, right? What do we want, you know, if we haven't taken the time to think about that, that when then whenever Yahweh opens these doors, these incredible opportunities, the tragic thing is that we won't see it. We won't know it for what it is and we'll miss it. We'll let it go. And and we'll miss it. No, that's two sides. Sorry, there's two tragedies. One is that we'll miss it and the other is that um, in the process of making a decision will be hard work and we'll get, we'll, get a, we'll get knocked back and we'll lose momentum in our lives. So guys... I encourage you just to take note of this amazing principle of momentum and the impact it can have on your life and the reality that the further you look ahead, the faster you will go in the moment. So the further you look ahead, the faster you will go in the moment and you will create this capacity to carry momentum in your life because you will act decisively whenever you see whenever you see the thing, when the opportunity comes, when the decision needs to be made, you'll know exactly what you want and whenever you see it, you will get it, you'll decide, you'll carry on, and you'll you'll keep that momentum through your life. So guys, I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope it's blessed you. Shalom, and uh, until next time, keep well.